Well, hello friends. So today I just want to have a really heart to heart chat about growing your business God's way. And so in today's episode, I have three keys with lots of scripture to growing your business God's way, because truly as Christians and as Christian entrepreneurs or Christian business owners, or however you define yourself, even if you're not in a business where you are specifically preaching or specifically talking about Jesus or using verbiage about Christianity, our primary purpose as Christians is to be ambassadors for the kingdom of God and to represent Jesus well. And I truly believe, in case you're new here, that that carries over into every aspect of our lives, especially our businesses. So today, three keys to growing your business God's way. Hey there, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to Simple SEO and Marketing with me, Faith Hannon. Do you want to grow your business with organic marketing and finally feel like you can understand SEO? Are you scouring the internet for how to get more website traffic, SEO for dummies, and how to market on Pinterest? Have you tried to grow your business with SEO and blogging only to get frustrated and quit because it's overwhelming and too time consuming? Been there. (laughs) Hey, I'm Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, copywriter, blogger, wife, wrangler of tiny humans, and barrel racer. And let me tell you, I didn't have time to waste sorting through SEO and keyword strategies that either didn't work or were so over my head I couldn't understand them. I honestly thought that SEO and blogging only worked for people with a PhD in tech jargon and a whole team of employees. Until I learned these secrets, good SEO strategies don't have to be complicated and creating and marketing great content doesn't have to take more than a couple hours a week total. So pop in those earbuds, slam some coffee, and let's grow your business with simple organic marketing and a healthy dose of biblical encouragement along the way. Okay, so first off, one of the things that I want to like set as a premise for this episode is as you're listening to this, as you're listening, honestly, as you listen to anything, right? As you read the word, as you listen to sermons, I truly believe that we need to listen for ourselves first and foremost. Like, yes, I'm sure as you hear some of these keys, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, so-and-so ain't doing that. That's not what we're here for. Like we are here to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling and to present ourselves as a living sacrifice, pleasing to the Lord and to, to first and foremost, look at the speck or the plank in our own eye before we're trying to take the speck out of somebody else's eye. So know that my heart behind recording this is not to be like, Oh, I know someone. So she'd be saying she's a Christian, but she ain't be acting like she'd be doing this, this. No, that is not my heart. I have no single person in mind or even a single um, incident in mind when I'm talking about these things. So just know my heart behind this is simply to present biblical principles and biblical keys to growing your business God's way to help equip you um, with just solid, solid biblical strategies to represent our King well, and to do well in business at the same time. So key number one is to live and conduct your business according to biblical principles. Now, what biblical principles? Well, all of them. (laughs) 
But really, there should be no separation in how you conduct yourself in business versus how we conduct ourselves in church versus how we conduct ourselves at home or out and about shopping or at a basketball game or a rodeo or something like that. And I say that and y'all know I yell a lot at basketball games, okay? (laughs) So I have to remind myself to act like a Christian (laughs) at a basketball game that's getting a little rowdy, but still, we want to live and conduct ourselves like Christ followers, like Christians, like little Christs in whatever we do, okay? Colossians 3.17 says, and whatever you do, in wor- whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And one of the questions that I think we should be asking ourselves and, and I want to you know, ask myself continually is, does this represent the Lord well? If I was being paid to represent somebody, if I was being paid to represent a multi-billion dollar client in a business deal or on the other side of the world, would this client be happy with how I'm representing them? How much more when we're representing our King and our Savior, Jesus Christ? Whatever we do, we need to do it as though unto the Lord and to represent him well, okay? And the second key that I want to talk about, um, or the second thing within this key that I want to talk about is we need to make the most of every, we need to make the most of every opportunity as we live and conduct our business according to biblical principles. We need to truly make the most of every opportunity. Um, because you know what, in your business dealings, in your store, in your podcast, in your blog, in your client relations, like in whoever you're serving, you truly might be the only Jesus, the only light, the only kingdom representative that somebody sees that day or that week. You have no idea what's going on in people's lives. You may be the only person who can speak encouragement and the love of God into their life. Make the most of every opportunity. And no, I'm not saying that you should take a client call where they're looking for a marketing strategy and you should use it to read the Bible to them. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that every interaction is an opportunity to show the love of God to somebody. And there's a scripture in Colossians 4, 5, and 6 that I want to read. It says, be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. And I truly think that that should frame, just frame our mindset as we go into every interaction. And obviously, (laughs) some interactions we have more time to prepare for than others, right? But really, when you just think of every interaction as an opportunity to be a blessing to somebody, to show somebody love and to represent your king well, that changes how you conduct business, how you act at Walmart, (laughs) and maybe how you drive down the highway. (laughs) And the third scripture that I want to talk about in the conversation about living and conducting your business according to biblical principles is Proverbs 11.1, 1, where it says, The Lord detests dishonest scales, but accurate weights find favor with him. Now, guys, especially in the online business world, like 
you, there's there's no like there's not like there's no Kelly Blue Book, right? There's no Kelly Blue Book for coaches. There's no like one there's no bar that everybody has to base their pricing against. There's there's not there's a lot of things that online entrepreneurs can get away with if they wanted to that are pretty shady. And I've heard clients tell me about you know, people who were supposed to do stuff for them and they didn't, or, you know, they overpaid for something or whatever. And I am not in this episode, I am not telling you how to price your product, but I do want you to know that we need to be honest in everything that we do. We need to be honest in how we price our product. We need to be honest in how we deliver our product or our services. And this verse in Proverbs 11, like, yes, it's talking about scales, but that's how they used to measure things, to weigh things, to see, okay, this much grain is worth this much silver, right? So you have to be honest in every encounter that you have, even if you have to say, hey, I screwed up and I've been there and I've done that and it's not a comfortable conversation to have, but I would rather be known for being honest than being a snake in the grass. Okay. Okay. Now, key number two that I want to talk about <laughs> is to be generous, but don't be afraid to charge. Okay. In Ephesians chapter five, verses one and two in the message paraphrase, I love how the message says this. It says, watch what God does. And then you do it like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. Mostly what God does is love you. Keep company with him and learn a life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. And I love this part. His love was not cautious, but extravagant. He didn't love in order to get something from us, but in order to give everything of himself to us. Love like that. And I truly want my heart as an entrepreneur, and I hope your heart as an entrepreneur to be one that of generosity. And I um, had somebody ask me a while back, like, well, how much information do I give away for free? How much, you know, content do I give away for free? Like how much, how much is too much? How much do I hold back? And my answer to her, it just came out of my mouth. And I was like, I have in the last several months, not that I wasn't always trying to be generous, but in the last several months, I've just made a concentrated effort to just be super generous with my knowledge. Like I've given away some website audits for a certain thing. And those are actually really valuable to people. I've given away some really great tips. I've like sent videos to people like, Hey, like here's some things you can fix on the back end of your website. Like have a great day because that's something that I just, I want to have a generous heart. But when I look at how, how much Jesus loves us and how generous he is with his love and how generous he is with giving everything of himself for us, I'm like, man, I can, I can be even more generous, you know? And, and I truly believe that when, when we approach business, when we approach life with the heart of generosity, with the heart to bless, God sees that and he blesses what we've put our hands to even more. But with that, I don't want you to be afraid to charge. I am not telling you to turn your business into a complete nonprofit and just like <laughs> be living on a prayer. Like that's not what I'm telling you to do. 
I actually see a ton of value in charging for your product or your services. In fact, hi guys, God asks us to put our money where our mouth is. I don't know how much you have studied about tithing in scripture, but tithing is all over scripture as well as offering and giving generously. And part of tithing, a huge part of tithing, I could, I could talk for hours on tithing, but a big, the biggest part of tithing that I feel like is important for us to grab a hold of is that tithing enables God to really see where your heart is. Because where Matthew 6, 21 says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And if you worship your money more than you worship your God, then hi, we have a problem. And so God asks us to invest in his kingdom with our money. I don't see any problem in asking clients and customers to invest in a product or a service with their money. For one thing, I have, I have given away tons of advice for free to friends who have not acted on one bit of it because it was free, right? That's fine. I gave it away for free. They're my friend. I love them. I want to bless them. Like, have at it. Doesn't bother me. But I also have had lots of clients and lots of students who I tell them, hey, do this thing. Put this keyword right here. They go, they do it that day, and they see results because they have invested part of themselves, their time, and they have invested their money into this thing. And so I am of, I actually think you should be charging and you should be charging well for your stuff fairly, but well, because when people invest in with their money, they invest with their heart. And if you want to get people results, they've got to be invested. Okay. Okay. That's a whole nother topic, but I wanted to touch on a little bit today. Okay. And the third key to growing your business God's way that I want to talk about today is to expect God's hand to move in your business. I don't know about y'all, but I'm done fiddle farting around. Like when I was in, when I was in elementary school and I was done with my work and I was bored, I like played office, right? Like I had all my stuff and I had everything set up. Like I'm done. I'm not playing around. Like I'm here to get results. I'm here to see success and I'm here to, to grow. And I'm here to help because I'm here to help people. And I'm here to use my God given gifts to glorify God and to help other people. Okay. So when I have, when we have that mindset that we are here to use our God-given gifts as he directs to glorify God and to bless other people, you better believe I'm expecting God's hand to move in my business. And I say that completely unapologetically because Deuteronomy 8, 18 in the NIV says, but remember the Lord, your God, for he is the one who gives you the ability to produce wealth. And so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. And I, I love that scripture so, so much. And it was actually given as a warning in conjunction, in conjunction with some information about the covenant. But as the Israelites got more and more prosperous, they had a tendency to forget God. But that scripture still says like, Hey, remember the Lord, your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant. You know what, guys, I believe wholeheartedly that God has given each and every one of us a gift or several gifts. 
You better believe I believe that. And when we take those gifts and we use them and we steward them and we grow them, we are going to get better at them. And those gifts are given to us to be a blessing to people and to glorify God. So you better believe I'm expecting success in that, right? Like God gave us a gift. He gave you a gift to be a blessing to you and a blessing to other people. Okay. Now in Deuteronomy 28, the whole chapter is awesome sauce, but it talks about God blessing the work that we set our hands to. It's one of the promises when we live according to the word. Okay. And when I'm, when I'm sent down to do business, I expect God to bless what I set my hand to because I'm in covenant with him because I'm his kid. Okay. So expect God's hand to move in your business. Don't be like sitting back and be like, well, I'm just going to suck at work today. Like, no, like, come on, let's have, let's have the mindset and the heart of a victor because our King is an overcoming devil, butt kicking King. Okay. And then the third thing that I want to touch on for point number three is we're asking for wisdom, right? If you're not asking for wisdom, please start. But when you ask for wisdom, expect it. James 1.5 says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Another translation says he gives it to you liberally. So y'all, if you're asking for wisdom, expect wisdom and then expect it to work when you put it to work. Okay. Proverbs talks so much about wisdom and seeking wisdom and trying to find wisdom above all else because wisdom is the principal thing. So y'all, when we get into business with this mindset that, Hey, you know what? God has given me the ability to produce wealth. Deuteronomy 28 says it. I'm the head. I'm not the tail. I'm above and I'm not beneath. He blesses my storehouses. He blesses my, my baskets and my breadboard. He blesses the works of my hand, you know, and we go at it with the heart to be a blessing to God and a blessing to other people, to be generous, to be, you know, kingdom minded and kingdom focused in all that we do and try to honor the Lord with everything that we think, say, and do like, you better believe I'm expecting that God uses the works of my hands and the works of this company's hands to be a blessing, right? So we're asking for wisdom and I'm expecting it. Okay. So I know I got a little fiery today and I really don't care. It's fine. I think sometimes we need a little fire lit under us as Christian entrepreneurs but I'm going to pray over y'all and then I'm just going to dismiss and y'all can have a wonderful rest of your day and just take these mindsets, take these keys in these scriptures and go apply them to your business. Lord, I just come to you today and I lift up Lord, these podcast listeners, father, you know, every detail of their business, you know, every detail of their life lives, and you know, every detail of the gifts that you have given them. So father, we just submit right now to you. Father, your word says that you've given us a mind of Christ. And Lord, we grab hold of that. We want your mindset. We want your mind. We want your thoughts. Your ways are higher and we want your ways and your thoughts. And Lord, we ask you for wisdom. We ask you for specific strategies for our business, for our market, for our customers, Lord, that you would give us divine downloads and just supernatural insights in how we can serve, how we can love, and how we can bring... Um, like the message translation says, bring forth the God colors on this earth, Lord, to show forth your character and nature. And Lord, we thank you for that, Lord, because we've asked according to your word. And we thank you that you've he- that you hear us, you heard us, and you're going to answer us. And Lord, I thank you 
for helping us to have your mindset around business and your mindset around success and your mindset around how to grow our business according to your principles and your timeless truth. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. All right, we'll talk to you all next episode. Thank you so much for listening in today. Hopefully this episode gave you some really tangible tips for better SEO and marketing to get more leads and more sales from your website. If it did, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you please share this episode with a friend and then just take 10 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That is the very best way to help more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs scale their businesses so that they can help more people with their gifts and make an even bigger impact for the kingdom of God. And guess what? We now have a Facebook community where we can learn, hang out, and laugh. Go join the Facebook group now. It's linked in the show notes. And all the other things, courses, coaching, and copywriting can be found at my website, faithhannon.com. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.